Hey, are you into werewolves, mad scientists, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. The following podcast contains... Ah! What the f*** did Hey! That was... Don't swear. What are we? Werewolves, not swirls. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you decided to investigate millions of non-existent fraudulent voters, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Friday, January 27, 2017, the truth is scarier than fiction edition of the show, where we talk about the millions of illegal downloaders that are messing up my ratings. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Alternifact. Caught in a bad spot? Try Alternifact. Timothy Brandt of Kenosha, Wisconsin, was caught in flagrante delicto by his wife. Alternifact was able to convince his wife, Margaret, that he was actually practicing nude yoga with his instructor, Wayne. Randy Weisbaum of New Haven, Connecticut, used Alternifact to convince her third grade social studies teacher, Mrs. Norris, her dog Muggles, actually consumed her assignment on trade negotiations in American history. And Sean Spicer of Washington, D.C., used Alternifact to make 250,000 people into 1.5 million. When the truth is inconvenient, Alternifact will fix it. Join the 12.2 billion people who use Alternifact every day, just like this podcast, the highest rated podcast in history. Power don't come from a badge or a gun. Power comes from lying. Lying big and getting the whole damn world to play along with you. Once you've got everybody agreeing with what they know and their hearts ain't true, you've got them by the balls. There's what, maybe 500 people in this hospital. I could pump you full of bullets right now and I wouldn't even be arrested. Everyone would lie for me, everyone who counts. Otherwise, all their own lies, everything that runs in the city, it all comes tumbling down like a pack of cards. In this, the first week of the Trump and Fuhrer America, we are clearly greatened by his beneficent grace, his stern yet fair stewardship, and enlightened magnumosity. The carnage that filled the streets of this great nation's looted stores, burnt homes, and the shells of factories are utterly replaced by the shining faces of little Aryan boys and girls obediently lined to swear fealty to the flag. Booming industries churn the panzers that will lead our glorious armies to victory, and stores brim with little American flag lapel pins made entirely in the USA labor camps where we now keep nasty women and mouthy podcast hosts. It's beautiful. Or rather, these are the alternative facts which the Trump administration wants you to believe. The reality, which has a well-known liberal bias, is the White House spent most of its first week in office systematically dismantling the work of the previous eight years without regard to the effect or consequence it might have. Within hours of taking power, Press Secretary Joseph Goebbels... Is that his name? All right. Whatever, like it matters. Spicer, Goebbels, whatever. My facts are different than his. He took his podium in the press room and lied about something so utterly nonsensical, so inconsequential, it divide explanation, but sadly, not belief. Hours later, millions of people around the nation and the globe, literally on every continent, including the frozen one everyone forgets about, took to the streets or ice shelves in protest of the President of the United States sworn in just 24 hours before. 
Trump was said to be pleased that the long tradition of freedom of speech and peaceful political protests continued unabated. You picked the wrong guy to fuck with, asshole. Yeah, rumor is he was fucking furious. Mark Twain popularized this phrase, although he never claimed it for his own, lies, damned lies, and statistics. But in the post-truth era, there are lies, damn lies, and whatever shit comes out of Trump's mouth. I mean, every politician lies. It's how you get the job. But in just seven short days, our new president has told some fucking stunners. I mean, seriously, three to five million illegal voters? That that is just... Wow! 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 All I can say is wow! And to sit in front of congressional leaders and ask them to fund an investigation into all those imaginary illegal voters. I don't... What... And for those same men to sit there nodding and fucking smiling at him while he says it, knowing good goddamned well that he's stunningly and embarrassing full of fucking shit. I mean, I get it. If you're in North Korea and Kim Jong Fatboy says his dick stretches across the room, you nod and smile because there's a dude with a pistol standing behind you making sure that you do. But who the fuck does Trump have in the room with him? I mean, presumably the Secret Service are still sufficiently loyal to the Constitution that they would not bust a cap in Mitch McConnell's ass for not agreeing with a bloated orange cheese product outlandish assertion assertion that his electoral college fluke is not beholden to 77,000 angry white baby boomers in a few key states, but rather a massive groundswell of electoral affection that was buried by millions of diabolical aliens creeping into the polling stations of America. Take it easy, Dave. Deep breaths. Trump and his funkies lie because when they lie, they know our press is going to turn into a bunch of tiny yapping chihuahuas in a fat lady's purse. I mean, sure, they think they're snarling Rottweilers. Meanwhile, Mummy is going to have to change the wee-wee pads because Diego worked himself into such a tizzy at the bad man that he tinkled in the bag again. It's a metaphor. I know it's a fucking metaphor, Gavin. I get it. I get it, media. You think you can change him. That only if you just loved him enough, he wouldn't hurt you anymore. He hit me, and it felt like a kiss. You're being played, and it's just pathetic after almost two fucking years that you still fall for it. I mean, hell, I guess I shouldn't complain because here I am ranting about it too, so I guess it really does feel like a kiss. Kellyanne Conway, she's a fucking snake in an apple tree for TV media roundtable assholes. She slides down and coils up in a chair and hisses in their ear that what the President Trump really meant was exactly what he fucking said, but you shouldn't concern your pretty little head about it because it's not important what's in his head, just what's in his heart. Kellyanne is not a spokesperson for the Trump administration. She's the external embodiment of Trump's ego, with an ophidian smile and soul-dead eyes. And of all the Death Eaters bearing the dark mark, she's the most dangerous because she's the one that has no other agenda than to serve the Dark Master. Half the press treats her like they would treat any political hack trotted out for Sunday shows, and the other half fawns at her feet as though she were the one thing keeping Trump from eating a live baby streaming on Twitter. Trust me, Kellyanne would not stop Trump from eating that baby. She would be standing next to him holding a bottle of A1 sauce, chiding the press for misleading the public about what was happening. That baby clearly wants to be eaten, and any attempt to say otherwise is a disservice to the American public. God, what does an aneurysm feel like? Because I think I'm having one right now. Jack Schaefer wrote in Politico, 
Quote, you'd be right to think that Spicer can't go on like this, cleaning up one Trump mess after another, but only making them messier. But you'd also be wrong, because as we noted, this is not your conventional administration. To return to the sports metaphor, Sean Spicer doesn't suit up in a champion's uniform. He dons the shorts and jerseys of the Washington Generals, the klutzy team that played fixed exhibition matches against the Harlem Globetrotters and almost always lost. Like Spicer, the Generals won by losing. After losing, the Generals would go to bed, wake up, and win again the the next day by losing even more disastrously, unquote. The lies are the sleight of hand, the banter, the patter to keep you distracted and keep you occupied while the real shit happens right under your nose. While we bicker and snicker over fake, fake voters and magnificent crowd sizes or punching a Nazi on Twitter, the well-disciplined Aryan elves in the West Wing are busy, busy, busy dismantling America. I want to know the connection between the elves and the Nazis. There are two schools of thought. What are they? One, the Nazis experimented with elves as assassination teams. Small, easily hidden, silent, vicious. They have magical powers. They can't be hurt or killed. They eat anything. They're a perfect soldier. The problem is, there's no such thing. What else is there? Tell me some more. Theory two. The elves were a genetic engineering experiment. Now, I like this one better. It mixes science and the occult. The Nazis did have some clever scientists. This was before today's technology, of course. Each elf was to house the haploid gene structure in its sperm cells to produce the master race. Once again, magical powers can't be hurt or killed. Driven to select the genetically perfect human mate, the proverbial virgin, of course, holy midnight consummation on Christmas Eve. I know that's a really long drop, but it is so fucking worth it. I watched this movie from beginning to end. It's awful. It's called Elves, and it stars Grizzly Adams. Let's look at the truth this reality show fascist has laid on us in his first seven days. With his very first action, he butt-fucked middle-class taxpayers by canceling a planned FHA loan insurance rate cut because he cares so much about the working people of America that he had to take money out of their pockets minutes after getting his chicken grease from his tiny fingers all over the Lincoln Bible. I mean, the chair in the Oval Office is still warm from Obama's ass and he's effectively raising taxes on the middle class. Oh, hey... Hey, remember having health insurance? Not for long, because Trump just effectively killed the individual mandate by signing an executive order to waive the enforcement requirement. If it goes the way most people think it will, you'll no longer be pursued if you simply decide to say, fuck you, to buy health insurance and not pay the tax penalty for doing so. Check the box that says you do, no one will care. Because if there's one thing Donald Trump knows, it's that if you just lie about your tax returns, no one will fucking care. All pending government regulations not already approved are frozen until reviewed by the Trump administration, which will take place according to the clock on Trump's wall. Half past a monkey's ass, quarter to his balls. And if that doesn't mean anything to you, it's clear that you were not a kid with an uncle in the late 70s and that Trump will never get around to reviewing these regulations. He will be too way too busy deleting the ones that's already passed to get around to it. So say hello to lead in your drinking water, carbon in your air, and Republicans' hand in your pussy. They let you do that when you're president. The endless ping-pong that's the so-called abortion gag rule, which bars doctors receiving U.S. aid in foreign countries from even thinking about the word abortion. Couldn't help it. Just so slipped out. Well, now you'd best slip out a lot sooner if you want to get some birth control of any kind. This dumbass rule has been canceled and reinstated since the Jefferson administration, apparently. But now with things like Zika prowling the world, where it might be kind of important for women to know that they don't need to give birth to tiny-headed future Republicans, it really makes a difference. 
Hey, if you were down with TPP, you best not be because we are out. Not that we were in because it wasn't ratified or anything, but since Donnie Dealmaker believes he can get a better, better deal, presumably with money from a Russian oligarch, he shit-canned five years of negotiations. Now look, I know jack and shit about the TPP and what it does or doesn't do, but I know, and I know Bernie didn't like it, but to be fair, there are plenty of things out there that Bernie didn't like that were, weren't so awful to me. I mean, why was he so angry that we canceled Matlock? I, I don't understand. But it seems to me that if a lot of smart people were for the TPP, maybe there was a reason. I don't know. I mean, fuck, I don't know a lot of things like what time Matlock is on. Because shut it, Gavin. You watch Murder, She Wrote, all right? And pipelines are back, baby. Fuck them engines, am I right? Yeah. Oh, drill. Oh. Yeah, long, unnecessary leaky pipes filled with oil are coming to a backyard near you. Not your backyard, white people. You're fine. Pipelines. Well, we made a fine American steel to the maximum extent possible. So about 37 feet of shiny pipeline will actually be American steel. And the rest will be imported from steel purchased from a company that the president has a significant business interest in or with. Or so we can just assume since he won't release any of his financial information. Oh, and hey, veterans, so beloved of our dear leader that he regularly lies about how much he helps you. Remember how short-staffed things were down in the Veterans Affairs office? Don't expect that to get better anytime soon. What with the hiring freeze on? Sorry, folks. Park's closed. The moose out front should have told you. If, however, you were interested in work on a deportation squad, there will soon be tons of openings. You should have your own jackboots and red armbands. Hey, speaking of deportation squads, what is the deep, what is the short-fingered fascist fucktard done on that? Well, we're getting that big, beautiful wall for damn sure. He signed that order and the digging starts now. Don't worry about who pays for it. It's going to be you. He's also ordered all deferred action enforcement on illegal immigrants. I'm sorry. I'm being told that the preferred nomenclature is now removable aliens. What the fuck? Seriously? What the honest fuck is a removable alien? Is that like when you put the wrong action figure in the cockpit of your X-Wing fighter and you have to pull Guido out before you can put Luke in? What the fuck? These are goddamn human beings. And unless you are Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith, there is no fucking aliens in America. I know Trump likes InfoWars, but is he listening to Coast to Coast AM as well? They're human beings, you evil fucking pricks. And I haven't even mentioned the executive order cutting funding to the sanctuary cities and the list. A weekly updated rundown of every crime committed by aliens. Like, I guess, when they threaten to beat up Luke in the cantina, and apparently Trump will be lopping off arms with his orange lightsaber. Also, do you know who else published a list of crimes by undesirable persons? Jesus, am I living in a fucking Godwin's Law violation? I feel like I need to say this one more time. Immigrants, regardless of their legal status, are human fucking beings, you degenerate Nazi shitbag motherfucking cock-knocking ass-gobblers. There, how do you feel when I dehumanize you, you bloated tangerine shit-stain? And do I even need to mention the Muslim ban? Do I need to? Fuck me. Apparently, someone has been whispering in El Presidente's ear about torture again because he told ABC's David Muir on Wednesday night, 
I believe I've spoken as recently as 24 hours ago with people at the highest levels of intelligence, intelligence which he's never seen, and I asked them the question, does it work? Does torture work? And the answer was yes, absolutely. You don't fuck you, fuck you, fuck all of you. What the serious fuck is going on here? Even Dick Cheney, as evil a bastard that ever drank the blood from the neck of a screaming child, was not so blasé as to say, oh yeah, we we like torture, we think that shit is pretty cool. I cannot believe that I sat there with a shitty gin and tonic in my hand watching the President of the United States of America look a reporter in the eye and tell (laughs) tell him the world that this country is about to start torturing people again. Who, who, what, what the fuck is going on here? Look, the shit we did after 9-11 was wrong, it was criminal, it was evil, but we also just had 3,000 plus people killed because some religious whack jobs flew jets into fucking skyscrapers. We were not in our right mind. But here we are talking about cold-blooded, systemic torture of persons not convicted of a crime, but merely suspected of or associated with persons who may or may not be involved with terror. We've gone from a country of laws to Mr. Blonde in residence. Of war dogs. I'm not gonna bullshit you, okay? I don't really give a good fuck what you know or don't know. But I'm gonna torture you anyway. Regardless, not to get information. It's amusing uh, to me to torture a cop. You can say anything you want, because I've heard it all before. All you can do is Pray for a quick death, which you ain't gonna get. No, seriously, what the fuck is going on here? I mean, is he about to declare martial law in Chicago? Because it sounded a lot to me like what he threatened to do was declare martial law in Chicago. Because when you tweet, and who the fuck is still letting him tweet, quote, if Chicago doesn't fix the horrible, fix the horrible carnage, and the carnage is in quote, <laughs> he's going to send in the feds. What does that mean? Does he know how jurisdictions work? No, of course he doesn't know how fucking jurisdictions work. Because for all, he's a genius of manipulating angry white people to vote against their own best interests because they're scared of brown people. He is literally the dumbest fucking man to ever hold the office of president. He doesn't even know what jurisdiction means. So apparently, he's going to swagger in like Agents Johnson in Die Hard and proclaim... I'm Dwayne Robinson, LAPD. I'm in charge here. Not anymore. You know, the feds are totally in Chicago now, you simple fuck. So apparently, Chicago should look forward to troops on the streets like it was motherfucking Mosul. But please, please, won't someone pay attention to the bullshit about fake voters and whether or not the people who slapped the CIA and clapped at the CIA speech were his people and not the CIA agents? Stop letting this thin-skinned, scrotal-sack skin tag divert you from the real shit he's doing that you ought to be freaking out over. Trump is a 70-year-old chronic Fox News watcher. He's our parents, our grandparents, who, strangely enough, elected him. His entire worldview is shit out of Bill O'Reilly's ass straight into Donald's ear. But the people surrounding him, Priebus, Bannon, Miller, Goering, Himmler, they're evil fucking geniuses. Trump's ego, his lies, his preening need to be adored like a, or a bloated orange balloon blocking you from seeing the genuine scary shit that is going down right in front of your eyes. In just seven days, they rolled back eight years of progress and work, and they've only just begun to live. 
Last week, as many as 4 million people took to the streets around the world just to say in one clear voice to El Presidente Trumpo, fuck you. That was beautiful. It was brilliant. And it really irked the shit out of him. But it didn't slow him down one bit from making America great again for rich white people. The GOP Congress is so blinded by its delusion of control, they're willing to ignore what he's doing so Paul Ryan can get a fucking tax cut through and they can repeal Obamacare as it's the one big thing they can all agree on is that they were hating the black guy law. You should be scared. You should be fucking terrified. The road Trump has just put the country on is one that ends very abruptly at a very steep drop. We're not hurtling down that road like Thelma and Louise. We're puttering along with the speed of traffic. Dahlia Lithwick wrote in Slate on Thursday, quote, If you're waiting for the Trump administration to, quote, come for the Muslims, unquote, it's not going to look like the Japanese internment or the Nuremberg laws. There may not be a registry to sign up for in solidarity. No, it's going to look like this. A creeping degradation of Islam as propounding a toxic ideology in the parlance of soon-to-be Attorney General Jeff Sessions. A creeping privileging of white Christ- of Christian reg- refugees over Muslim ones. And a burgeoning belief that religious freedom, as protected by the Constitution, means that some faiths are more legitimate than others. More pointedly, as Warren suggests, you should be very afraid a Trump administration that, effective Wednesday, has made good on its promise to separate members of one religion from another within the same nation. That didn't just happen in Syria and Iraq. It happened in America as well, unquote. To point out, the Trump administration announced today, Friday, that Christian refugees from from Arab nations would still be would be prioritized, not just still alive, prioritized entry. And I know that many Americans are fine with this. Indeed, they voted for El Presidente because of this. Yes, Trump lies and lies all the time, but the lies are just not that scary. The truth is that fucking the truth is that fucking scary. Because the truth is a Muslim ban, deportation squads, curtailment of voting rights, and possibly troops on the street enforcing the law. Because, hey, guess what? The president has the power to suspend posse comitatus in times of national emergency. And what is a national emergency? Anything he says it is. Should you be afraid? He sounds scared shitless. Good. That's always a good sign. Because underneath all the lies, damn lies, statistics, and shit Trump says, lies this nugget of pure truth. Republicans are going to use this magnificent bullshit story about fake voters to strip voting rights away from anyone that doesn't vote consistently Republican. You know the old poem about first they came for the communists, but I wasn't a communist, so I sat there and jerked off? I may remember it differently than you do. Let me tell you something. Someday, someday soon, they will come for you. It will start with limiting minority voting in the South, and then there'll be a little national ID law requiring ID to vote in any election, and so that way they can target voting in blue states. The GOP is only interested in fighting federalism when it concerns things the GOP doesn't want to happen, like abortions or 
you know, other human beings that don't conform to Christian normatives getting married. The voter fraud lie, for all its utter absurdity, is just the culmination of decades of GOP lies about voter fraud as an excuse to strip the voting rights, act down like an exotic dancer at a congressional retreat. It's a coup d'etat by incremental elections until finally these fucking Christian dictators can shove their view of conservatism, their view of the Constitution, down their throats, and if you choke on it, that only means you didn't believe in white Jesus enough. And if that doesn't scare you, you must be a Trump voter. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> that is it for our show this week. Uh, apparently, I don't think I blew a blood vessel, but I came damn close because you know, I had this thing throbbing in the side of my head. Never mind. I've been checking to see if I've somehow slipped into the mirror universe from Star Trek because I believe that's the only possible explanation for what's going on. But since I've had a goatee for over 20 years, I'm not entirely sure how I would know if I had. I, I guess people would be wearing sashes as a tasteful fashion accessory. Hey, do you know what else is a tasteful fashion accessory after the fact? A rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher because that will help other folks find the show where they too can question the fundamental premises of their existence in the normal universe. If you would like to enjoy more ontological speculations on the nature of truth and reality, follow the show on Twitter, the hell underscore podcast, or the show name on Facebook. All of the shows at www.whatthehellpodcast.com and the show name on SoundCloud. For me, Dave Bledsoe, the Mirror Universe producer Gavin because Mirror Gavin gets laid and all the other fictional philosophies on this show we want to say so true funny how it seems Trump is a lie stomping around in my dreams goose-stepping Nazis marching toe-to-toe that scream it's the sound of my soul we'll see you all next week